welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reason. And hopefully this episode is coming through with much better quality. Yeah, <laughs> we're switching <laughs> things up. Some, some new, new setups. Some new stuff um, to hopefully improve the outputs and the quality of the podcast. So today we were... Uh, we spoke on a call earlier on today and we were just talking loosely about um, today's recording, right? And yeah. one of the subjects that came up was faith. Mm. Faith and just the reality of how there's so many things that are going on in the world today. Um, yeah. You've got the cost of living crisis, mm. which I don't know if we've spoken about much before. Um, you've got energy bills that are flying through the roof because of some of the things that are going on in the world Mm. Um, you have mortgage products that were withdrawn and interest rates going crazy Um, Mm. so there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that are affecting our day-to-day lives Mm. that um that can just really easily incite a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, definitely. So I think when we were speaking, we were talking about faith. I'm wanting to get into that. And I think there was a set of verses that came up in that conversation. Let's talk on. Mm. So for those that are real old school in this podcast, we're about to do another Let's Chop It Up. Let's Chop It Up. Yeah, buddy. We like yeah. that. Um, I think it's so I think it's so important because I feel like at the moment there's such a battle for our minds and our thoughts um, and from that our beliefs um, because I feel like so much we're pumped basically full of things that induce fear you know yeah. things that that cause people's hearts to tremble so like you know for example um, in the Bible when it was David and Goliath, it says something along the lines of, and when they heard the words of the Philistine about how basically their their hearts were filled with fear or their hearts trembled or something like that. Mm. And it's like when when we hear um when we hear these things, when we're listening to these things, it actually really messes with us. Yeah. And I think more than we even know. Definitely. Because, yeah, man, more than we know, man. Because it just becomes so normal. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that that verse I was talking about was 1 Samuel 17, 11. Mm. When on hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. You know, and it's like, that's what all of this is trying to do is trying to dismay people is trying to terrify people because if you remember when covid first hit and everyone got scared and started hoarding toilet paper like people were yeah, terrified yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they were terrified and, it, and they did things from that place and it incites panic terror all these bad things yeah. um, and it feels like that's what they're really trying to do at the moment yeah and it just seems like it literally just feels like it's one thing after the next, right? Because yeah. 
COVID. COVID was how many years ago? When did that start? Like 2019, at the end of 2019. Is it that long ago? I thought so, yeah. I thought it was yeah. the end, because COVID-19, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 now it's just but COVID. It's, like, it's just, it's since then, and you know, maybe maybe even before, but I just, I'm maybe not paying attention to the, the, the different things that just seems like it has been one thing after that after the next and i feel like things are worse now than they were before because before it was kind of like little bits here and there you know like oh okay mm. this is happening in iraq or this is happening somewhere else but now it's like everywhere everything all the time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. No, for real man for real so there were some verses i think that So, yeah, so it's Philippians 4. Um, and originally I was thinking about starting from verse 8, but actually, like, looking up above a little bit, I think, um, I think if we start from verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things the things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and the god of peace will be with you and for me this is basically almost like the antidote for what we're being poisoned with in the world right now because even if you say it from verse 4 it says rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice and i don't feel like this world really encourages rejoicing yeah i feel like almost sometimes there's something cool about being able to say no everything's really busy everything's really tough and all that kind of stuff but that's not what this is telling us to do it's saying rejoice in the lord always Always. When it seems good, when it seems bad, when it seems evil, when it seems rejoice. Always. Rejoice. Because even the verses that say things like, you know, count it all joy when you fall into yeah. diverse yeah. temptations or trials. Because mm. the trying of your faith proves patience and etc. Mm. etc. So it's like even when things are crazy, there is always something to rejoice in. And that's very counterculture. Yeah, go. No, 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 it really is. And I think what what comes to mind for me is like being able to rejoice in difficulty or yeah. in, in tough times or in times that don't seem to make sense to rejoice has to come from 
raising trust and confidence, right? Mm. Because so true. Like, if we don't have any hope or positive expectation for the future, that's when it's like, well, how can I rejoice? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because it's almost yeah. like I don't know what's ahead. I don't mm. know if I'm going to be okay. I don't know if I'm safe. If, if, mm. that, if that makes sense. Um, mm. Whereas when we have a level of confidence and trust in him and what he said, even when things get difficult or don't seem how we might want them to seem, uh, want them to be, sorry, we know that in his hands we're safe. We know that our steps are ordered. We know that all things are <laughs> <laughs> it's, got to be, it's got to be done <laughs> and and I think that's why it says rejoice in the Lord because you're rejoicing in something or in someone that never fails you're rejoicing in love it personified like God is love you're rejoicing in God who is always good yeah yeah you know so there's there's no time where that's not going to be the right thing or that's not going to be the beneficial thing Because if you're rejoicing outside of the Lord, then you're a bad man. You're in trouble. <laughs> if you enjoy, if you're rejoicing your crypto portfolio, oh, you will not be rejoicing for long. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that. It's rejoicing him or rejoicing the, the, the crypto ups and downs. Exactly. <laughs> In the downs, my friend. Um <clears throat> And I think there's so much in this that is so good for now, you know, where it says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. And it's like, when you look at it, that doesn't really fit in what's being said. It seems a bit, for me, it seems a bit random. Um, But there is something actually important about that, about letting your gentleness be known to all men. And, you know, it talks about how it's the goodness of God that brings men unto repentance. And there is something about us showing that gentleness and showing the goodness of God because the mm. like it's even more important now because the Lord is at hand. Well, I take that to mean like almost like God is coming back, but I don't actually know what that means. To be fair, that's my assumption. I don't actually know what that means. Um, I think that's how I've read it as well. Like the coming of Messiah, the second coming. It's like a. It's to me, it's a a, a statement that is almost bringing back the urgency of the other side of eternity. I, I think so too. I'm just looking at some, yeah, so some verses say the Lord is coming soon. Others say God is near. And that could be a very different thing. That could be God is close to us. So I don't know. We need like some proper scholars to, to break it. Maybe we need to get Peter to break this one down because he knows these kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, I think it, it's really important even in terms of, because right now I feel like there are so many hateful voices, so many harsh voices from yeah. all sides. And even yeah. in the church, we, we have some of those voices that are quite critical, quite harsh. But at this point in time, we're really meant to be showing gentleness. We're really meant to be thinking about that, showing that to other people. And I think there's also something about when you go out of your way to show gentleness and kindness to other people, it also kind of takes your mind off the things that are going on immediately because you're looking for ways to 
bless others to help each other. Something else as well. Mm. Like I think <clears throat> whenever you or whenever I see in the text an instruction, mm. it's always interesting how it's something that tends to be almost like directly opposite to what you might have a natural inclination to do. Hundred percent. Right? So it's like even even in just reading just all of these verses rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice like, mm. i've been told to do it twice number one yes <laughs> two witnesses in one verse or your gentleness be known to everyone mm. do not be anxious about anything but in everything mm. by prayer and supplication. because this is the thing right is that mm. if you if you read the opposite mm. <clears throat> it exposes what we the world is doing and wants to do. to do right So we tend to be anxious about many things. Yes. Unless we're intentional to be otherwise. Mm. We tend not to pray <laughs> with thanksgiving. Yeah. Letting our requests be made known unto him. Yes. And the result of that is that we don't have his peace. We don't have peace. It's <laughs> all understanding and our hearts yeah. are guided and our minds. Yeah. Like, Yeah, man. And I, I think even like, as I was, um, as I was listening to these verses earlier on today as well, mm. something that jumped out to me was that, <coughs> excuse me, something that jumped out to me was just the connection between anxiety yeah. and our requests. Oh, okay. Talk to me. And just how, like, the instruction is, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. It's almost like, the way I saw it, is almost like the, the root behind our anxieties a lot of the time is connected to some sort of request or some sort of need, desire, want. Um. Mm. That's really good. And when we're not channeling our needs, desires, and wants in the right way, it leads to anxiety. Mm. Because again, coming back to the thing we were talking about earlier about the trust, the confidence, and all of that kind of stuff, if I genuinely see him as my provider, the one who Mm. cares about every single one of the hairs on my head, the Mm. one who will never leave me nor forsake me, the one who, you know has never allowed me to see the righteous forsaken Mm. like if this is who i really know him to be Mm. jehovah jireh then when when it comes to my needs my desires my wants and things like that rather than because anxiety comes from a sense of uncertainty right and and not knowing Right? I don't know. I've never studied anxiety like that, but that's what comes to mind for me immediately. Yeah. Like not having control, for example, or yeah, not, yeah, not exactly. knowing the outcome. Because even I'm trying to think about, you know, like when you when you go to ask your boss, for example, for something, mm-hmm. right? 
there are certain things that I ask my boss for that I don't even think about. I don't even think about issues with mm. that thing because I know like, why would he not give it to me? But when I want to go ask my boss for a bunch more money, yeah, there's different feelings that happen <laughs> when I go to ask him for those That's things. When we pray in tongues for three weeks. Exactly. But when I when I ask him like, oh, can I do this? Can I have the like when I ask him for other basic day to day things like, oh, I know you have this information. Can you give it to me? Mm. Not a problem because that's his duty. That's his job to help me do that. But where there are some things that <laughs> interesting that I don't know if it's if I might say if it's his will to give me a pay rise. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it's his will. <laughs> I don't know if he is able because he might be willing, but he yeah. might not be able. Mm. You know, so I don't know if there's enough money available. So then when those oh things come goodness. in. I ask more anxiously because it's kind of like, oh, well, can it happen? Can it not? Well, I, I try not mm. to be anxious about it, but like, you, you're not as sure. You know, you're not yeah, as certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with God, we we know that he's willing. We know that he's able. Yeah. You know, and if we yeah, really believe yeah. that and we know that, then we shouldn't be anxious about those things. We shouldn't be praying from an anxious place in that sense. Mm. And I guess that's part of the test in anxiety is do we really believe that he's yes. willing do we really believe that he's able do we really yeah. believe that he's capable yeah because sometimes we have jacked up beliefs and like kind of perceptions about him mm. that cause us to almost doubt that he is willing yeah right yeah oh, because you know even in the in the garden what did the devil say to Adam and Eve? He said, did God really say? And it was almost like he told you that because he doesn't want you to be like him. Or there's something along those lines of this is something that God doesn't want for you. Like he's not willing for you yeah. to be like him. And it's almost like yeah. God's willingness is being attacked from like day one. Well, does God really want us healed and whole? Does God really want us prospering and, you know? Come is that on, really bro. his will you're going in right now you're, you're, you're really you're stabbing something there because <laughs> no because it's true bro like and i think that is that, that is really a big thing mm. like because i i think we sometimes maybe just because of the journey that we've been on individually together all of that kind of stuff there's certain things that we have a level of confidence in when it comes to mm. Doing well, succeeding, being prosperous, wealth, all of that kind of stuff, which sometimes mm. maybe we take for granted, but 100%. in order to be able to really adopt a lot of the stuff that we're even talking about living at different times in different stages, it does really come back to starting at clearing up the narrative that we have in our minds yeah. of what is his view and his, what is his, view? his perception yeah. and how does he feel about these different mm. subjects. Mm. Like, and and not just like regurgitating or taking on an opinion that has been shared um, by the masses around us, for example, mm. but really wrestling with these questions. Like, mm. what does God really think about wealth? Mm. What does, what's his view on health? What is his view on prosperity? All these different subjects. Mm. Poverty, for that matter. Like, mm. Is it really a uh, what's that thing? What's that word? 
can't even remember what the word is, but which one? The it's it's, to, it's the 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 poverty gospel mindset thing. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sending. Um, <laughs> what is 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 lack somehow, or is is lack somehow a sign of virtue within his kingdom? Oh, I do not know about this gospel. And I don't it wouldn't think be I want phrased to. like that, but it's almost like there's, and I know it comes from some of there's there's sects of people who I can't remember what their name is, the name of the the sect of people was, but it's this view that by somehow forsaking um, the idea yes. of having any sort of wealth, prosperity, abundance, or anything like that, that is somehow a virtuous thing, or that is somehow. Mm something that is a mark of being um, mm. to some degree holier than mm. we otherwise would be mm. I don't know the word Nicolaitans came that's... to me but I think I made up <laughs> <laughs> that's in the scriptures somewhere <laughs> yeah it is it must be right <laughs> yeah but um, but I think especially for for our generation I think that's a real mm. wrestle and not one that we always talk about or process like overtly mm. but I think one that that tends to go on in the background of our thinking because I think our generation has seen abuses and yes, definitely. misuses in the areas of prosperity and those kind of things and I think naturally in trying to correct what those that went before us have done go too it's far. Like we've gone to the other end of the extreme definitely we're at our 20 minute limit so I think we might have to come back for the next yeah. episode to talk about we didn't even get into the other part did we no so that's <laughs> come back for part 2 next week um, of this episode of the Reason for Hold podcast and we just really encourage you to to meditate on on what we've been reading in Philippians 4 and really really you know do it take it to heart and try and make that part of your everyday life because god wants us to walk in his peace he wants our and this that was something i noticed our hearts and our minds so our thoughts and our emotions to be protected to be guarded because the days are wicked the days are perilous and there is a lot that's coming to attack that but God has given us the victory. He's given us everything that we need for for a victorious life in him. So yeah, let's really let's really think about these things and really in our day-to-day lives bring bring these things in. But thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>